everyone. Catherine and Dave here from Fantasy Fitnessing, and we are here to preview the Far East Throwdown. Just kind of going to look at the field, who's there, have they been to the games, all that kind of jazz, and then into some sort of fun things to watch, and Dave's picks for who's going to take those games tickets. So, starting off first, just to clarify, this is considering the field as it is on the CrossFit game site that does contain athletes that we know are not going, but it doesn't mean that those athletes shouldn't be sort of recognized for qualifying to that semifinal. Um, so we have confirmed that Hazim Tarif and Dennis Samsonov are both not going and will be competing at last chance qualifiers, but we do have them for the consideration of the field as a whole because they're kind of some key athletes in this area. So looking at past games athletes, we've got four men and four women that have been at the games before. Um, looking past semifinal athletes, it's 12 men and eight women. I think this is the lowest number of repeat semifinal athletes that we've had, which is kind of interesting that it's sort of not building that everyone's coming back each year. I think there are also some spots that weren't filled, so I don't think there it's a full field either. So that kind of has to do with it too. It could be travel. It's, yeah, they have to travel this year. So they didn't have to travel last year. It was all online. And um, obviously geographically, it's not the, the smaller or shortest flight to get to. So that could be a part of it as well is that travel considerations to get to South Korea this yeah. year. Yeah, so it's interesting. So there's just 12 men and eight women, but it's also more people coming up, more turnover, more experience um, at a live semifinal. So it'll be good. Um, so top five athletes from the Open. On the men's side is Alexander Ilm, Hazim Tarifi, Andrei Fendanov, Roman Kronikov, and Marit Sedegat. On the women's side, Sir Kaya, Seguin Choi, Yuko Sakiyama, Duan Young, Maria Astashava. So that's from the open. And then looking at the quarterfinal, we're looking at their worldwide rank. So Hazim Trifi, Dennis Samsonov, Anthony Haynes, Alexander Ilm, and Roman Kranikov. For the women, Sir Kaya, Seguin Choi, Duan Young, Racha Trawanasan, Shahad Barebs. So those are the people that have done the best so far this season on the first two competitions. And then now it's kind of just looking at the field as a whole. Um, for the women's field, it is 10th. It's the weakest sort of complete field. And then when we narrow it down just to the advancing spots like games tickets and last chance qualifier spots, it climbs up to ninth. And then... In terms of game spots, it's also nice. So definitely another area that's sort of up and coming and still building their strength across the field and in that top end. For the men, the total field strength is 10th, advancing spots is 9th, and then game spots is 9th. But one thing is the game spots is 9th, but there are only like five sort of spots in terms of the worldwide rank behind um, strength and depth, I believe. Yeah, so strength and depth, their games ticket average spot is 30 and Far East is 35. So it is ninth, 
but it's well ahead. The fittest in Cape Town is 99. So it is ninth, but it's up in that sort of upper echelon when you do look at the game spot strength of this field. So that's kind of a little bit about who's there or could be there. Some definitely won't be, but yeah, that's a look at that field. And then on to Dave to what to watch. And who are your picks for those tickets? Yeah, I guess uh, what to watch. We mentioned it before, um, and I think Snor Snorri Baron has um, put it well um, on Instagram. So definitely check out his post just about kind of some of the restrictions that limited the the men's field to being able to compete uh, in South Korea. So. You know, from a what to watch standpoint, um, really just going to look to see a little learn a bit, a little bit more about a lot of these athletes. Um, since you know, at least on the men's side, um, we had Stas Solodov who isn't returning this year after qualifying for the games last year, and then yeah, the third and fourth overall from quarterfinals also aren't going to be in attendance. So um, it is kind of a, a less competitive field, I'll say that we would have liked. Um, it would have been interesting to see, um, you know, the battle between Hazem Tariff um, potentially making it into the top two with Ilan and Krennikov, um, given that he did beat um, Alexander Ilan in the worldwide ranking quarterfinals. So I think it would have been closer than we would have expected. Those top five guys like Anthony Haynes, as well as the two that won't be there, Krennikov and Ilan, like that that'd make for some fun CrossFit to see those five guys taking points away and the race within them that is definitely going to be missing things with two athletes not there. Yeah, it'd be a lot more exciting if the final heat was six or seven guys you think could take the win or at least get in there to to steal some points to make it a bit more competitive versus, you know, a last seat that, you know, might be two or three guys depending on what the actual event is. So um, it is unfortunate, but at least it gives other people an opportunity to step on the floor, um, which will only help kind of the development of CrossFit sure. in the long run. So, on the women's side, we will see at least one new face at the CrossFit Games this year. Last year, the winner of the Asia Invitational, Svetlana Kubashinka, is not competing this year. I don't think she did the Open uh, at all. So um, it will just be um, Choi who will be returning from the women's side. Um, so again, we'll be interested to see some of these other women um, on the competition floor um, since we didn't get to see anybody last year since it was all online. So at least to give us some opportunity to learn a bit more about the athletes in this region. Yeah, it's great that it's going to be then, in person to actually see some of these athletes compete and see how they compete, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I kind of liken it to Cape Town last year where you know, you knew the Jason Smith and Michelle Bassinet, but you didn't really know kind of the other field, like the Dina Swifts and the uh, Ruin Duvenage that, you know, you got to see last year if you were able to watch the live feed. So hopefully um, there is something coming out of this event that at least will showcase the athletes, um, give them a little bit more recognition. So for the women's podium, uh, last year we saw games rookie Sugui and Choi uh, make it to Madison. I think she'll make it back again this year, finishing top of the podium. She was 45th in quarterfinal, so good 70 spots over the nearest competitor from a worldwide rankings perspective. In second place, uh, I got Sihir Kaya. Uh, so she was 116th uh, worldwide uh, in quarterfinals, but third overall uh, from it just when you limited it down to the Asia perspective. 
Um, I just like to see her um, just a little bit more competitiveness compared to um, who finished or Shahad, who Debs, who finished second in Asia. So, um, but just kind of given the overall um, athleticism, um, I like Kai a bit more. Uh, and then from a dark horse perspective, uh, like got Yuko Sakuyama. Uh, she finished fourth last year in the Asian Invitational. So she is one of the the few returning semifinals from last year. Uh, and then she actually has some in-person competition that we have seen from a sanctional standpoint. So a couple of years ago, she finished seventh in Pandaland. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, I don't know how much competition or in-person competition a lot of these athletes have. Um, just because these competitions aren't uh, broadcast um, widely as some of the other ones. Especially because that was a couple of years ago, too. And in the sanctionals, there was lots of um, athletes from out of the area that were going to those to try and get games tickets. So I'd say that seventh at Pandalan, kind of a good indicator of something she could be building to make a push. And then on the men's side, uh, I don't think there'll be any surprises here. Got Roman Krennikov one, Alexander Illin two. Uh, I think these guys just, with the field that'll be there, um, will definitely be in a league of their own. But it'll be interesting to see them battle back and forth. I think they are actually pretty good friends. They won the Butcher's Classic um, Pairs competition back in September together. So um, it'll be fun seeing them compete against each other in person. And then a dark horse, um, Mortiza Setagat, um, he was fifth last year at semifinals with an event win and then 18th at last chance qualifier. So um, it shows that he can hold his own um, both within kind of the, the Asian continent there as well as kind of within that last chance field. So he was in the, the middle of the pack there. So uh, potentially he's someone to watch for um, to finish kind of in that third position, uh, maybe push those top two guys depending on how things go. So. Uh, again, it'll be interesting to watch. It'll be fun to learn about these athletes and um, any excuse we have to watch CrossFit. Pretty excited to watch this because with it being online last year, you just couldn't sort of get a read on a lot of things. Like when you compared it to Fittest in Cape Town, I loved watching Fittest in Cape Town. There were some fun races and definitely got to learn a bit about the athletes that were there. And same goes for this. I'm actually really excited to watch this play out. I'm super bombed some of the men won't be there but it is what it is moving forward i hope they make a hope they put on a show at last chance because they don't get to be here so yeah that's that so that's our preview for the far east throwdown our salary cap games are open we also have draft games if you want to get some buddies together and run a draft league games will be run every week sort of kicking off probably Saturday or Sunday of the week before. So as you're checking your scores for week one, week two will get up there. So yeah, have some fun with it. Um, there are affiliate leaderboards. So if you have your affiliate in your profile, you can kind of throw down in a different way with everybody that you work out with. And we will be sending gutter sunglasses to the top three teams from the wheel worldwide leaderboard for the salary cap game. So Get on there and have some fun. It's all free to play. Just another way to engage with the season and get a bit more invested in the athletes that are competing. So, yeah, there's that. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Fantasy Fitnessing and set your lineups at fantasyfitnessing.com. And we will see you on the leaderboard. <laughs>